Witam from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Poland update from the 16th of November 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Poland. On Tuesday the 15th, a Russian missile hit Przewodow, a village near the Polish-Ukrainian border, and killed two people. Earlier in the day, Russia fired a wave of missiles on Ukrainian territory that reached not only Poland, but also Moldova, causing a power outage in a large part of the country. This is the first time Russian missiles have hit a NATO territory. On the same day, Mateusz Morawiecki, the Prime Minister, held an emergency meeting with the Committee for National Security and Defense. They decided to increase the combat readiness of military units. Piotr Müller, the government spokesman, said that they will research the place to say for sure that the missile belongs to Russia. They also want to invoke Article 4 of NATO, which allows for an urgent meeting of state leaders. Speaking of Russia, the government refused to issue visas to members of the Russian delegation that were to take part in the meeting of the Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe. The meeting will take place in Warsaw on the 24th of November. The officials said that they decided not to let the delegation in because the country has a principle of solidarity with Ukraine. Getanas Noseda, the Lithuanian president, visited the country on Thursday the 10th. On Friday the 11th, he took part in the celebration of Independence Day. Noseda talked about the Russian-Ukrainian war with Andrei Duda, the president of Poland. They talked about how the two countries could work together to help Ukraine. On that note about Ukraine, on Saturday the 12th, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and the Freedom and Democracy Foundation reported that Ukraine has allowed the search for the graves of murdered Poles. The Ukrainian insurgent army massacred Poles who occupied Volynyan territory in Ukraine in 1945 because they did not want Poland to claim the territory after World War II. This historical event is the reason why there is still tension between the two countries, since Ukraine refuses to acknowledge that the massacre was a genocide. The archaeological excavations will start in the spring of next year in Ukraine's province, Ternopil. Moving on, the country continues purchasing American weapons. Mariusz Błaszczyk, the deputy prime minister, gave the public broadcaster an interview on Thursday the 10th. He said that the U.S. will deliver Abrams tanks next year. Błaszczyk also mentioned that the government bought tanks and gun howitzers from South Korea. The Prime Minister announced earlier this week that they would cut public spending due to the energy shortage and inflation. However, they will not touch the money for defense equipment because it is the country's priority. On Monday the 14th, the government signed a deal with the U.S. Air Force for modernization and maintenance of F-16 jets. The country has an aerospace plant in Budgost that will soon become a service station for the jets. On a similar note, the military intelligence agency reported about their recent drills. They tested their ability to protect the country against Iranian kamikaze drones in late October. The agency said that they decided to strengthen their defensive capabilities in response to Russia's use of kamikaze drones in the war against Ukraine. On Friday the 11th, the country celebrated Independence Day. People marched through the centers of their cities with national flags and patriotic banners. The Independence March in Warsaw was one of the biggest celebrations in the country. Last year, the state authority organized it, but this year, nationalists were in charge. One of the biggest controversies of this year's manifestation were the anti-Ukrainian, anti-European, and homophobic slogans. On Thursday the 10th, the Nationalist United Poland Party held a conference to discuss their bill about the protection of religion. The party wants to defend the Catholic Church against any anti-religious insults, vandalism, or interference in religious acts. 
The bill says that people who speak publicly against the church or desecrate any religious symbols should be imprisoned for two years. Zbigniew Ziobro, the leader of the party, said that most hate crimes are of an anti-Christian nature and that it is their duty to protect the church and its right to freedom of speech. In unrelated news, vehicles have started moving through the newly built tunnel from Krakow to Zakopane. The government approved this project because they believe that there should be a road that takes people directly to the Tatra Mountains, since they are a popular tourist destination. This is the longest tunnel in the country. It will also decrease traffic jams on neighboring roads. On that note about tunnels, the largest tunnel driving machine in history will soon arrive in Babitza, where it will drill the two-kilometer-long tunnel. On Monday the 14th, the transport left the Silesian Voivod ship, and by the end of the week, it should reach its destination. In 2019, the government signed the project for the lublin rzeszów Expressway. The construction of the tunnel will start next year. In some economic news, on Tuesday the 15th, the state-run Statistics Agency reported that the country's economic growth will reach 5% this year, 1% less than in 2021. The Statistics Agency added that they expect 2023 to be a difficult year for the country's economy. The government moves towards getting $11 billion in loans and $24 billion in grants from the European Pandemic Relief Fund. In June 2022, the European Commission approved a national recovery plan that will help the country's economy recover after the COVID-19 pandemic. However, the European Union has concerns about the independence of the judiciary and will not give out any money unless the country abolishes the disciplinary chamber of the Supreme Court, since the EU believes that the disciplinary chamber is subject to the ruling party. On Wednesday the 9th, Shimon Chevkowski Velsilk, the Minister of European Affairs, met with the Vice President of the European Commission for Values and Transparency. The Minister for European Affairs went to Brussels to talk about the independence of the judiciary. The European Union thinks that the country has not yet made enough progress to get the funding since they replaced the disciplinary chamber with the Chamber of Professional Responsibility. The EU believes that the new chamber does not differ from the old one except for its name. But let's get back to COVID for a minute. On Monday the 14th, Adam Nidzielski, the Minister of Health, announced that wearing masks in hospitals and pharmacies will still be mandatory until the end of March 2023. He also talked about the COVID-19 situation in the country. Nitsilski said that less than 1,000 people were hospitalized last week, but that the number of cases will increase by the end of the year. More about internal affairs. The national football team will play its first World Cup game against Mexico. Czesław Michnevich, the manager of the team, named all of the players who will be led by Robert Lewandowski, the Barcelona striker and captain of the national team. They will play a warm-up game against Chile in Vorsa before going to Qatar on Thursday the 17th. Speaking of football, the national stadium in Warsaw is now closed for repair. On Monday the 14th, Vodzimir Dola said that they discovered a crack on the spire that supports the facility. The president of the stadium added that they will do further investigation to find out the cause of the crack. And to close this edition, one of the most characteristic features of the main market square in Krakow are the yellow umbrellas above florist stands. The city government will replace the traditional stands with modern kiosks. They said that they would suit the design of the market square and florists would be protected against unfavorable weather conditions. On Thursday the 10th, the first kiosks arrived at the center. 
And that's it for this week. The consensus seems to be Mastodon for people leaving Twitter, and some even Facebook as well. Mastodon has no ads and no algorithms, but you need to pick a server or a subdomain. Which one have you chosen? Thoughts about that? How has your experience been? And anything else social media related, let us know at podcast at Rorschach.com. Dozo bachenya. <laughs>